Welcome to the C.S. Joseph Podcast. I'm your host, C.S. Joseph, a.k.a. C.S.J. C.S. Brosif. No, just kidding. Uh, but yeah, uh, doing more acolyte questions. And uh, today's question is an ENTP-related question. Apparently, we're getting back to our roots because we had a lot of non-INTJ, non-INFJ, non-ENTP questions last month. But we're getting back to our roots, folks, which is pretty awesome. Not going to lie. And uh, this is one of our regular acolytes, and I love, uh, I do enjoy her questions. Um, thank you for your questions. Thank you for being an acolyte member uh, to this person. You know who you are. I've, I've always found your questions very fascinating, so keep up, keep up the good, uh, fascinating questions. So her question is, what's most important to an ENTP? Well, I'm glad she asked because I'm an ENTP, and what ENTP uh, is not interested in talking about themselves. Okay, so I don't know the context from which she is asking this. So I'm going to try to answer this question in multiple contexts, uh, and hopefully that will help. Um, but I think, let, let's start with a very general context. I think in general for me, uh, right now, what's most important to me is convenience. Um, uh, like, or uh, being made comfortable, that kind of a thing. Because, uh, like, I mean, I have SI inferior, right? So, like, my greatest fear is me being weak, right? The problem is, is that convenience, if I have too much of it, I'll end up being weak. So, it, it's, it's, it's really lame. You know, it's, it's really lame that that's just kind of how that works. So, it really ends up having to become a balancing act between convenience and comfort uh, versus, you know, me trying to make myself strong. Because ENTPs have this problem where we will work really, really hard to like deal with our you know weaknesses and how we feel weak, and it's like the most annoying thing in the world, and how we do that consistently. But uh, and then we'll burn out, like we'll seriously burn out, and that could like set us back. But or there's times where we just get really, really too far in the comfort and the convenience to the point of committing idolatry, maybe even being a little gluttonous, like our INTP brethren, uh, as our fellow NTPs would do. But uh, TBH, like, it's important that we just don't get stuck there. And eventually, like, we'll end up getting restless and our SI inferior will start rotting in our brains and our SE demon will be kicking our own butts mentally inside. And it's like, okay, great. So I'm literally like this, this person, you know, who is weak and I hate being weak and then I'll force myself to go, like, work on being strong again. And it ends up becoming this yo-yo in life. And... The yo-yo, the yo-yo just, it doesn't help. Um, it really doesn't help. I actually got an important text message and I got to write this down uh, so I can do that in editing later today. Um, thank you, Mr. J. Ackley for your text. Okay, so, uh, what's the, uh, so yeah, like really, I guess in general, the most important thing for an ENTP is for us to not be weak and learn how to be strong and everything in our life kind of needs to be centered around that because it's really basically on our inferior function. Um, but there's so many different contexts that that applies. Like if I'm in a sexual relationship with somebody, what's most important to me is that like they aren't being an obstacle to me. They aren't getting in the way or they're not ugly to me or they're like, it's really centered around SI inferior. SI inferior ends up being like the number one priority in a sexual relationship. In a parenting relationship, it's a little bit different. 
it's more of like when it comes to my children, I'm trying to get them to understand, you know, critical thinking. That's like a big thing that I need to confer upon my children and also to get them to be aware of the consequences of their actions, which is any hero. So like any hero and TI parent end up combining and applying to like a parenting uh, situation and the lessons of any hero and the lessons of TI parent is really ultimately what I want to confer upon my own children on a consistent basis. It's like mega important. Um, and then obviously I like doting on my, on my children with my Effie child, which is like a big deal as well. It's like, it's like a major big deal. Um, so from there, uh, what other contexts are there? Um, professional, uh, professional context. I would like to be the smartest person in the room and, uh, I would like to actually be able to solve problems and actually be capable uh, as a result. Um, so I'm very self-taught, but I need the room and the space to be uh, self-taught. And that's another thing that's super mega important to an ENTP, space. Sometimes we just need space. Sometimes we just need to be left alone. Sometimes we need to, like, it's not always a good thing to just call us all the time. Like, I really don't like it when people call me all the time. I like to be the initiator and call them when it's convenient for me, basically. And like, for example, if I have SE user friends or if I have SE user sexual relationships and, and like they, for some reason, just over time, like every SE user in my life just ends up becoming super mega entitled to my attention. And they're always trying to get my attention all the time. And sometimes I'm not ready or prepared to give my attention to them because I have to take care of myself. You know, well, like what if I was going, you know, I'm on the edge of burnout because I was trying to not be weak anymore and I'm working on my strengths, et cetera. And I just need time to recover. Like recovery time is super important to an ENTP. You know, this is why I like really like SE Parent, for example, uh, people in my life who have SE Parent because SE Parent like really knows when to back off. It really does. And like, as long as like, and if you have an SE Parent, that means you automatically have SI Critic. And, um, you know, this also kind of applies to ENFPs as well. Like I, I know a, an ISTP friend of mine who's in a relationship with an ENFP friend of mine. And like, it's just really important that like SE Parent is there knowing when to back off. And like their SI critic is like developed enough to like actually have some patience with their ENP and actually be willing to wait on their ENP because no one else, no other SE user really does that. You think an SE hero and an SE child does that to an ENTP or an ENFP? Hell no, they don't because they're very optimistic, right? Do you think SE inferior does? Well, SE inferior is usually so preoccupied with, uh, I don't want to be rejected or I need loyalty, you know, not being rejected the INTJ side or I need loyalty. I need you to stick around. I need proof that, you know, that you, that I still have your attention. You know, that's, uh, that's the INFJ type of thing. And uh, it could be really stifling. It could be really stifling. It could be really overwhelming to the ENP. And sometimes they need the space to be able to like, um, spend their own attention on themselves because they end up giving it to other people. And this is especially bad with ENTPs. Like ENFPs don't have as big of a problem, but it's really bad with the ENTPs because we have every child. We just want to give everyone balloons and candy. And oftentimes the balloons and candy come in the form of our own attention. And all of a sudden we have all these SE users that are just sucking away our attention. And then they, then they end up becoming emotionally draining, maybe even physically draining in some cases. Like for example, um, you know, Railgun, her being SE hero, like, for like it's it's um 
you know, like, like, because Essie Hero could, like, make it jealous, you know, sometimes, but, like, Essie Hero can also, like, be so demanding of attention that, like, it can actually inhibit my ability to get a good night's rest. It really is. But that, it, it's not just her, though. Like, I was in a relationship with uh, an INFJ, uh, Scarlet, her name was, and uh, Scarlet, like, she would just attempt to go out of her way to dominate my attention and I would never get a good night's rest with her either and it's like okay so like I need to like really spend some time away from uh from y'all so like uh so that I can like actually have a moment to myself and like be my own person and like actually get some rest like and that's the thing about ENTPs especially ENTPs who are like really all up in their inferior not so much aspiration is built in their life because they're so afraid of being weak that they end up overcompensating by burning themselves out and working extra hard. This is how an ENTP can become like some mega workaholic. It's like super annoying, right? That they do this. And they can also take on so many obligations because they're just trying to prove to themselves how weak they're not actually. Which is funny because that's high aspirational. It's the strongest out of all the 16 types. But then at the same time, like they, they start out super mega weak and they just, they're so ashamed or they're so guilty about being weak. Like ENPs just hate that. So, and they end up having to cope as a result, but they just need as much as they are like, you have to teach your ENTP, like this is probably the most important thing, I guess, like to, to add, actually answer the question um, as I've finally arrived at my conclusion as like, as I'm talking aloud here, you have to get your ENTP to realize that while hard work is awesome and it is a virtue, and having a great work ethic is a, is a, is a huge virtue, it's only 50% of the equation. The other 50% of the equation is that they need to understand that rest is just as important. So please make sure that you, potentially as an SE user, if you're a friend or a lover of an ENTP in your life, that you make sure that as hard as they work, that they also rest just as hard. That's the answer to the question. That is what is most important to an ENTP right there, like definitely. Um, so yeah, that's definitely a thing. Also folks, please be aware, we are going to be having our course coming out very soon. Uh, and it's going to be talking about uh, how to failure-proof your relationships. It's gonna be an amazing course. It's gonna have like 60 videos in it, tons of resources. The, uh, the second edition of the companion guide, which comes up with our official definitions of cognitive functions for each of the 16 types in each of the different slots which is gonna be really fascinating. They're also going to be, uh, like, I'm, I, like it's super detailed. And uh, it's gonna really be an amazing uh, tool for people. And uh, people will be able to use this course to type themselves naturally, type their partner, and then figure out what they need to be bringing to the table in their relationship in order to fail or proof their relationship. But that is coming around the corner. We are going to be announcing it very soon. We're going to have a pre-sale before it releases. The pre-sale will last for only two weeks, so you can get it at a huge discount and then the discount's going to go away and it's gonna have a pretty decent price point on it. So you're definitely gonna to wanna to get in and on it ahead of time. So that's around the corner. Failure-proof your relationships. It is coming soon. It's gonna be an amazing course. I highly recommend everyone get it. No, it's not gonna be for members. It's just gonna be a one-time fee. Anyone can get it. You don't have to be a member. It's just gonna be awesome. So that's a thing. So anyway, folks, uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Uh, hopefully this was a great answer uh, to uh, your question. And uh, with all that being said, folks, I'll see you guys tonight. You're